Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everyone. Where do we begin today on this glorious, glorious May spring summer-like day? You're on Political Coffee, where we talk about the issues that matter, we talk about how you can use the issues of the day to change your world. Boy, there's so much going on. At the bottom of this hour, one of the things going on is what's happening in America. We're going to talk with Clay Clark. You know, that's the guy who sponsors and puts on the uh, Renew America tour, right? That was that incredibly great event that we had in Salem. If you guys remember, we broadcasted that, you know, two days. So many of you attended, like over 5,000 people. It was stand, wasn't even hardly standing room only. Well, I'll tell you this. Clay Clark joins us at the bottom of the hour because the next opportunity you have to be a part of one of these powerful events is going to be in Las Vegas in late August. 25th and the 26th. We're going to get into all of that. We're going to play that interview that we recorded with Clay yesterday. You know, this is powerful and it's so important because right now there is this battle for the soul of the American people, folks. It's just not a political party. Yes, there's a battle for the political party, the Republican Party. It, and it, it it is critical. We recognize what's going on here. Now, let me get into the Republican walkout and how all of this plays into that. I got an email. And by the way, thank you to all of you who showed up last night at the uh, political coffee clatch. You know, we have this, and I forgot to mention it last night. My bad. We have this um, telegram page that was started by Fred Finster. And it is called the Political Coffee Clatch. And in it, I post every day our actual um, show plan of everything that I put on the KSLM website under the local podcasts, where if you, if you want to go back and listen to the show, you want to download something, then just click on local podcast, click on Political Coffee, and you can choose the day you want to listen to. And then when you click on that, you can also see all the stories. Well, I also put that up on our Political Coffee Clatch Telegram page. And, and you know, direct people there. People that you're trying to have persuasive conversations with, planting seeds. You know, last night at the Political Coffee Clatch, we heard a you know, powerful transformational story. And this ought to give you hope, folks. That the most radical leftist you can imagine... An Antifa-loving communist. We heard from Farrelly. She was a card-carrying communist. She says it. She's open about it. 
She was an earth firster. She traveled all over the world working with communist folks. She's had an amazing transformation in her life from being a leftist communist who hated Republicans, who hated conservatives and everything we stand for. Anti-First Amendment, anti-Second Amendment. And over time, she began to change. And, and I asked her this question last night. This is why you should have hope. Hope that what I'm trying to achieve with you on this radio show, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, what I'm trying to achieve in this radio show with you is to change your world one person at a time by planting seeds, by having conversations. And she shared this last night. When she was with Greenpeace, she began to see that Greenpeace, their national or international organization, what they stood for, she began to see how it was negatively hurting people. And even in the, the things she cared about the most, not just human rights, but the environment. Yes. She began to see, and she answered that question when I asked her last night at the end of her presentation. It was she began to see how the things that Greenpeace stood for were hurting things that she cared about and, frankly, were hurting people that she cared about. And she wouldn't have known it had she not been boots on the ground talking with those people. I say that to you because I want you to have hope that everything you're doing here is literally having an impact. You do not know what seeds you have planted with people. That may take time for someone else to water it. Maybe you water it. And those seeds take root and they grow. Just like they did with Farrelly. Who instead of being a radical communist leftist. Who chained herself to trees to stop logging. Who traveled and journeyed to Mexico to work with the communist guerrillas called the Zapatistas. Remember that? This woman is now a conservative Christian. It's a powerful transformation, and you should not lose hope that the things we talk about today, that the things that you put in, that you use in those persuasive conversations with persuadable people, you need to believe that it's going to bear fruit, and it has in her life, and it will in yours, all of it. Now, so I got this email from uh, Senator Brian Boquist. It was a response to an email I sent him. Wednesday is the goal, he says. So enough over the top. No Republicans on the floor today. Now, he wrote this to me yesterday. Gorsuch and Gerard were excused. Fred Gerard, as you know, is a Republican. He, re he replaced me in the House of Representatives and then over in the Senate side. 
he's been excused because he's have he's having a severe health issue. So also is Chris Gorsuch, a Democrat senator, who also has a very serious health issue. So neither one of them have any black marks against them, shall we say. There are 10 absences, Brian Boquist, Dan Bonham, Dennis Linthicum, Republican senators. So they have reached the point of no return. There are nine absences for one senator, one Republican senator, that's Cedric Hayden, down in the Eugene Springfield area. Seven absences for Art Robinson, Lynn Finley, Bill Hansel, Tim Canope, Kim Thatcher, Joanne Weber. Four absences, David Brock Smith. One absence, which is Dick Anderson, freshman senator from Lincoln City, was the mayor of Lincoln City out there in, in the coast. So, a long speech about walkouts and obstructionism. This is just what Wagner gave yesterday. He talked about March 5th, 2020. So when Republicans walked out back in 2020, it's clearly a partisan leader, said 41 days, there is still time. Repeatedly, and he said ignoring constitutional duty, not fulfilling the oath of office, sounded like Tina Kotek. Yep. That's exactly right. The Democrats, and this is what Fairley shared with us last night, they all get on the same page. They all have the same talking points, and it's all done on purpose. And when you can get that happening, and she gave an example of how she did that with Greenpeace on a Republican congressional representative who represented South Dakota. And she got that person to, she created smoke and mirrors illusion that all of this person's, this Republican's constituents, wanted green power, wind and solar and all of that. And she signed on to a bill. Well, that was too much because Christy Noem, who is now the governor of South Dakota, ran against this Republican in a primary and beat her badly. But Farrelly shared with us how you do that. And that leads us to something that I shared with the, the folks last week, last night, actually, at the political coffee clutch. Tim Canope put out this press release that the weekend negotiations weren't done in good faith. And in it... Doubles down, as did Lynn Findlay in a letter, email to his supporters, doubles down on their message that it's the Democrats are acting unconstitutionally. But in that same message Tim Cano put out, and you can see this on Oregon Watchdog, it's on Oregon Catalyst also. He notes the Oregonian editorial board which is doing what Tim Canope should be doing. And you know what the Oregonian editorial board said? They commented on what really is the main message Republicans ought to be talking about. Here's what the Oregonian wrote. But as a general rule, the state should not be giving children an avenue for pulling away from parents. He's talking about House Bill 2002B. 
They continue. They're key support system, parents. In such a serious situation like a 10-year-old getting needing an abortion, in such a serious situation, especially since the state won't be sticking around to help the child afterwards, while Democrats cast this bill as if it keeps government out of patients' medical decisions, in reality, it helps keep parents out of their kids' lives. This is what Republicans ought to be talking about. And they're not. Senator Findlay, in his newsletter, which is out of the Northwest Observer today, northwestobserver.com, that's Mike Nierman's website, he's, quote-unquote, sends out this release setting the record straight. And he doubles down again on this losing message that this is about Democrats not complying with Oregon's Constitution and readability of laws. And he's right. They ain't. But here's the problem. I'm using improper English. I'm doing that on purpose. Sorry, Mrs. Eiler. Rest, you may rest in peace. She was my English teacher. He notes that Judge David Leaf here in Marion County chose not to issue the temporary restraining order. But I'll tell you what Judge Leaf did say. But why this continues to be the losing message. How bad is it when even the Oregonian knows what is the winning message? And they even admit it. And if a Republicans can't, I come up with Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Anne Marie sent me a text saying that she's looking up the Oregonian article because it's worth reposting. Yes, it is. You can read the whole thing. I mean, they they hit Republicans on walking out. Don't Don't get me wrong. But it's the reason why they walked out. Everybody gets it, except apparently Republicans can't. So here's what the judge said. This is in Senator Findlay from Ontario. This is in his newsletter. He says, ultimately, Judge David Leith chose not to intervene. This is that temporary restraining order. The lawsuit, the underlying lawsuit, is still going forward, okay? That hasn't been ruled on. And then he quotes Judge Leith, quote, if it is mine to decide, I would say that the summary doesn't meet that standard. This was reported by Dirk Vanderhard, Oregon OPB, on the 4th. Okay. And the Democrats, of course, are using that denial of a temporary restraining order as justifying their actions. Here's the problem, folks. This is not a message that sells. It's correct 
it's not a message that moves the needle. What needle? Court of public opinion. This is where you come in. This is why it's so important. So important. So the Oregonian article, by the way, is from uh, Sunday, I believe. And it is entitled, There's Still Time to Salvage the Session or something like that. Yeah, do quote it. You put it out there. Because apparently Republicans, look, here's the thing. Senator Finley writes this big, long email to his his constituents talking about all the things he's doing, having to explain the Constitution and this obscure old law, which is still on the books and therefore it ought to be enforced, right? And he's right about one thing. The Democrats pick and choose what laws they want to enforce, and they do. Remember Attorney General Ellen Rosenblum chose not to enforce Marriage is between one man, one woman. She wouldn't do that. That's in Oregon's constitution. Remember, she wouldn't enforce the death penalty when Kate Brown suspended it, right? They pick and choose. That's true. He's right about that. But you've lost the messaging battle. When you have to explain in great detail, it's all inside baseball, folks. Now, I want to go back to Farrah Lee last night. And before I do, because she said something that was profound that reinforces this point. But I got to remind you, it's kind of warm out there. Why don't you call Freedom Heating and Air if you're not comfortable at home? They can get out to your home or, frankly, your business. If your system is failing, you're going to know it because you're going to be really uncomfortable. Just give them a call. They come out to your place, wherever it's its home or business or your apartment complex, and they'll fix the problem. They'll assess the problem. It's really easy. Just pick up the phone. Call them at 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. They have discounts for veterans, for seniors, and apartment managers. Freedomheatingandair.net, 580-1456. Fairly said something powerful last night. She gave us simple examples in answer to a question during the Q&A time about messaging. And she showed a picture of a very simple creative message. That's what you have to do. You have to make it simple and you have to make it emotional and impactful. This is from a woman who was a communist, who was a very successful Greenpeace organizer on the ground. She knows what works because she used it. We know what works because you're doing it in your everyday life. As you ask people, hey, do you know about this bill that takes away your parental rights by giving a 10-year-old, the right to go get an abortion or transgender surgery without your approval? Did you know about that, Bill? You, you know what you're getting in return when you ask that question or you make that statement. Shocked look on people's faces, right? Yesterday, I am told, I know my friend Pastor Lou Wutan of the River Church in Salem uh, was one of the leaders that was holding a prayer vigil outside the Capitol. Good for them. 
I guess there was something like 300 people there. That's wonderful. You to be doing it every day. There ought to be a church or a group of churches out there praying every single day. Messaging. It's simple. Republicans don't get it. Or at least they are doubling down on a message that is a loser. Even though it's the right message, it's the wrong one to lead with. It's too bad. Because they're missing a powerful opportunity. And I mean this. They're missing a powerful opportunity. To help people wake up. Parents wake up. And create a realignment in their political thinking. Real, a permanent realignment. Just like Farrelly described last night at the political coffee clatch at the Honky Tonk. By the way, thanks to the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill and Diana and her great staff. They've been so good at, at taking care of us, and we are so grateful for that. Farrelly gets it. Republicans don't. You do. So if Republicans can't win the battle, you can win it for them, one person at a time, just like happened with Farrelly, who was a communist who became a conservative Christian. Back in a moment with another person, Clay Clark, you don't want to miss this interview. It's the next. Ben, coming up. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Welcome back, everybody. Great to have you with us. It is Political Coffee. We have a, a fantastic interview for you. Once again, our old buddy Clay Clark is back with us. Clay, welcome. How are you, friend? I am excited to be here with you guys. We just returned uh, from a 20-hour van ride back to Tulsa, Jerusalem from Miami, Trump <laughs> Doral, where we had a, a great event, and uh, uh, back here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa, Jerusalem. Now, I got to tell you, that's the first time I've heard that, brother. Mm. Well, <laughs> that's, that's, what I, that's what I refer to it as, is Tulsa, Jerusalem. <laughs> I love it. All right, so I actually saw you and, and heard some of the Trump Doral Reawaken Tour event. And so, so, so let me tell you, how, did, how was that for you? Because you haven't done one for a little bit. Well, you know, I, the thing is about this is uh, General Flynn and I, we are 100% committed to uh, uh, to saving this nation, and I, as your listeners are. And uh, the reason why we're doing these events is we're doing these events because we want to um, wake up America and to share the truth about what's going on all across this country. And uh, uh, I never know when we're going to go or, you know, I don't know the details. I, General Flynn will tell me uh, what state or what city he wants to go to after he discusses with uh, Eric Trump and Cash Patel. And so I do know we're going to Las Vegas 
in uh, August, I, I did have a, a nice uh, a meeting with uh, Eric Trump and Cash Patel and Devin Nunes and General Flynn. And I think it would have been fun for you to have been a fly on the wall. But they were talking about the, the future of the nation and where we need to take these events next year. And so I don't know exactly where we're going to be going next year, but I believe next year there will be, it looks like six events uh, next year, potentially, um, in specific swing states at specific times. So we'll see what that yes. looks like. Yeah, it's so important to do that. And I heard you talk with General Flynn about that. I mean, I just think that that's it's so important because the energy around this event. I mean, I just think back to, Clay, when you were with us in in Salem and just the incredible energy that we needed. We needed that so desperately uh, in Oregon. And I got to tell you, I, I think it has paid off in, in many, many ways. Right now, we have this horrendous bill uh, that the... Senate Republicans in the Oregon legislature have have literally shut down the Senate. They've walked out. They're not providing quorum. And this bill allows 10-year-olds to get abortions without their parents' consent. It allows 10-year-olds to get transgender surgery without their parents' consent or knowledge. And their parents have to pay for it through their insurance. And their insurance company can't tell them about it. A doctor can't tell them about it. And oh, by the way, if the parent does find out about it and they object, they can go to jail. Now, that's what's happening in the Oregon legislature. And I am absolutely convinced that your event that you held began uh, this tremendous momentum because all across Oregon, we had we had parents show up at these school board meetings. And we had parents decide that they were gonna run for office and that's what we're seeing. We're taking over school boards all over this state. And Clay, I think you guys had a big hand in that. Well, I, I hope that we put a small dent in the universe. Um, I wanted to, to share with people something that I, I thought to be kind of a, a highlight um, from the Reawaken America tour at Trump Doral. I'm gonna play this audio clip. Hopefully it comes through for you. Uh, President Donald J. Trump he called in to address our live audience, and I want people to listen to what he said here. This is President Donald J. Trump calling in to address the crowd of the Reawaken America Tour at Trump Doral, Miami, Florida, on May 13th. So let me hit play. Here we go. Hey, Mr. President, can you hear us? I can. I can. Ah! A little bit of energy there. This place is going crazy. Here he goes. General Flynn, he's some general, he's some man, he took abuse like nobody could have handled, and he came out bigger, better, stronger than ever before. We love him, he's a leader, and uh, you just stay wealthy and healthy and well and everything. I want you to have great lives in general. You just have to stay healthy because we're bringing you back. We're going to bring you back. My wife's going crazy. Along with a friend of mine and a very brave 
Brave so you might have missed that, but he said we're going to bring you back, General. Yes. We're bringing you back. So that was uh, big breaking news for a lot of uh, uh, people that are excited about President Donald J. Trump and wanting to know about you know who he's going to surround himself with and to hear that General Flynn, a man who's so beloved to so many patriots, to hear that President Trump intends on bringing him back into his administration, I know was very, very encouraging for a lot of attendees. It, it, it was, absolutely. We're talking with Clay Clark. He is the main guy that makes makes the Reawaken Tours happen, all Reawaken America Tours happen all across the country. They've got a new tour, a new event that's going to be in August 25th and 26th down in Las Vegas. If you want to get tickets to it, and I'm thinking about going, folks, I'm thinking about going. Amanda, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm just giving you a fair warning. I'm thinking about going down and broadcasting there uh, for this event, just like we did in Salem. Uh, so, folks, if you want to get tickets Go to timetofreeamerica.com. It's all one word, timetofreeamerica.com. Click on the event. You can buy tickets. You can name your prices. One of the cool things that Clay does about this. So what what are the chances, Clay? I mean, you don't have to tell me now, but what are the chances that maybe Donald Trump shows up at this event in August? You know what? Uh, I, I never want to mislead people at all. I, I can tell you that the people we have confirmed, I, I literally – just wrapped up a phone call with Devin Nunez, the head of Truth Social, before I hopped on your show today. Um, but Cash Patel will be there, Devin Nunez. Uh, Roseanne, you know the famous ah, comedian yes. Roseanne? She'll ah. be there. Uh, Alex Jones will be there. Uh, uh, Jim Brewer will be in the house. Uh, Sean Foyt. Uh, Wayne Allen Root. Uh, 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 Mike Lindell. Dr. Stella Emanuel. Um, Dr. Simone Gold. Dr. Judy Mikovits. I mean, I go on and on listing speakers. It's truly incredible. Dr. Peter McCullough. Um, seven speakers every time we do these events but it's starting to reach a momentum now where you know laura trump will be there don jr will be there eric trump will be there where i think it's kind of like if you are uh, somebody on the the you know representing the unapologetic truth you almost want to be at the reawaken america tour you know people are now reaching out consistently uh, a lot of household names asking is there any way you could carve out time for me so it really is becoming the place to be and we continue to let people name their price and we we do that i just talked to devin nunez about that we do that because I want people to know the motive of this tour is to save this nation. It's not to it's not to make millions of dollars. I mean, I have no problem with anybody that makes a lot of money at your events. However, I just happen to be an unprofitable for-profit business. And I'm doing this because <laughs> my wife and I, we want everybody to be able to afford to go to these events. Yeah, that's so important. And I... I can't thank you enough because you make it possible for a lot of people to go to these events because they do name their own price. Now, I, I can't let this go without also mentioning to all of you in our listening audience, Clay also is a business consultant. You have a business conference coming up in Tulsa, in yeah. Tulsa, Jerusalem, as you call it, June yeah. 15th and 16th. What's that all about? Well, you know, I've been doing that since 2005, and what happens is a lot of people like, uh, not you, but people you know who are podcasters or broadcasters or a dentist or a doctor or a lawyer, and let's just say you have a great podcast or you're a great doctor or you're a great optometrist, whatever the case may be, uh, but you don't know how to do marketing or sales or branding or, or accounting or legal or how to hire people. How do you hire people? How do you hold people accountable? How do you build checklists, processes? How do you organize your schedule? How do you build a performa? How do you raise capital? Um I've been doing this self-employment game since I was uh, since I was 15 years old, and I've built many, many multi-million-dollar companies. And so, um, around 2005, uh, people began asking me. They're going, "Hey, 
you're this 27-year-old entrepreneur of the year guy for the state of Oklahoma, and I hear you've built multiple successful companies. Could you help me, or could I pick your brain? And I thought, you know what? I'll speak at your conference. I'll do that for you. And we have five kids. And eventually my wife and I had a discussion one time and she was saying, Hey, uh, you know, the idea of achieving time freedom and financial freedom, I don't think in, in, in her mind included you traveling every single weekend to some distant <laughs> right. conference center to teach yeah. people your moves. So what if we started hosting those conferences at our own building? And so we hosted in our own building in the friendly confines of our own office at the Thrive Time Show. Uh, it's very interactive. It happens to be the world's highest rated um, business workshop. We've been doing this since 2005. And uh, you can get those tickets at uh, thrivetimeshow.com, thrivetimeshow.com. And you can also learn, uh, you can click on testimonials and see the thousands of people that we've helped to build multi-million dollar companies. You can see those at thrivetimeshow.com. And again, to attend the Reawaken America Tour, um, you can just go to time2freeamerica.com, time2freeamerica.com. And the next one we have coming up is going to be August in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's August 25th and 26th. And most people are going to be staying at the Trump International Hotel in Las Vegas. And I've been talking to the folks at the Trump International in Las Vegas, and they said we have never had more enthusiasm uh, from people from out of town staying at the hotel than, than they're having about this event. They're saying we're on pace to make the entire tower filled with Trump supporters. Wow. I mean, have a tower of 7,000 people all staying in the hotel who all happen to be part of the same cause. It's going to be next level. So I encourage people, get those tickets right now at time2freeamerica.com. And uh, does the Trump uh, Tower still have some rooms left? Yeah, right now. And again, this is as of last time I talked. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Sorry about cutting off the interview just a little bit early. It's because... <clears throat> I let that interview run a little bit too long yesterday when we recorded it. My bad, but at any rate, you got the, you got the message, folks. The next Trump event, and it's going to be a Trump event. I would say if all of those Trump kids are there, the likelihood that Donald Trump shows up in a swing state in August of this year is probably pretty good. Anyway, we're going to try to broadcast from there. I don't know if we're going to be able to get that done or not. The Trump Hotel would be a great place to stay. It's where I hope to stay. Want to get down there? You should, too. Go to timetofreeamerica.com. Name your price for the ticket. Is that cool or what? Emails. Apparently, I'm getting a bunch of the... <laughs> 
<laughs> Clay Clark. Doug writes, Clay Clark means as much to me as Dick Clark. Get a cause and make a business. Yeah, you didn't listen because he does. He's started multiple multi-million dollar businesses. Nancy writes, come back to Oregon. Yeah, we are having those discussions. Who knows? Who knows how all of that ends up? I hope so. Uh, and Eileen, one of our negative listeners, says she cites an article from Moment magazine, Deep Dive Clay Clark Reawaken America Tour. It's an anti-Semitic organization. Really? For an anti-Semitic organization, boy, they have a whole lot of Jews <laughs> hanging out there as their main speakers, but you know how that works. Friends, I want to encourage you, and I mean this sincerely. I want to encourage you to go to the Capitol and pray. You don't need the River Church or any other church, and thank God that they are doing this, and I hope they go every day. I hope every church, I hope all the Baptist churches that were there this last um, week when we held our prayer vigil on Thursday, I hope they all go show up. And they keep talking about this with their congregations. But you don't need a church to go do this. You can call two or three friends. You can email. You can social media out there. Put it out there. Just come and join us for prayer. Prayer against this heinous bill, House Bill 2002B. Now, you've heard me say this, and I said this last night because it's, it's true. The longer Republicans stay out, I read to you the email from... Uh, and Rich and, and Michael, I'll get to your emails in just a moment here in, in our closing segment. But look, folks, Republican senators who stay out are going to stay out. And when they do, and they reach the 10-day limit, they become more powerful than ever. You know why? Because now they cannot run for re-election. Now, they can come back depending on where they are in their four-year term. I'm just talking about Senate Republicans, not House, just Senate. They can come back in the next session and still participate fully. And they could walk out in the next session for 10 days. It wouldn't matter. Because they've already crossed the Rubicon, if you will. They've already crossed the point of no return. They have no reason. This is what gives them the power of leverage. They now have no reason to ever come back to help the Democrats do anything like pass budgets because they're not going to face retribution from their voters. Now, they probably are going to get hassled. Believe me, they will. The left will, all the union folks will go after them in an organized campaign, blah, blah, blah. So what? They're standing up 
for parents' rights. They're standing up for 10-year-olds not getting transgender surgeries without parental consent. They're standing up for 10-year-olds not getting abortions without parental consent. That's what they're standing up for. You can go home and defend that all day long. You become more powerful than ever. Now, Michael writes an email about, holy cow pies, 2002B. He says, dang, I just released that House bill. 2002B goes against the U.S. Constitution, specifically that states shall not impair the obligation of a contract. Here's the thinking. The parents already have a contract with their respective insurance companies. The state is barred from the modification of that specific contract. For those of you who think me wrong and stupid, comma, then educate yourself with a U.S. Supreme Court ruling, Fletcher versus Peck. I never even thought about that. Michael, that's brilliant. I wonder if Republicans know that at all. Rich says, we, me and my wife, are puzzled as to why the Oregon senators as a group are not using the right message. Why not bring up the mutilating of children? What are the reasons for doing this? They're getting something under the table or some protecting the money that they get from state contracts, the deep state within the GOP telling them not to do it because the GOP does not want it to move forward. Is Soros using various business groups here in Oregon to tell the GOP not to rock the boat? Maybe the reason is simple and right in front of us. It may even be that most Republicans and Democrats, that most Republicans and Democrats don't want to hurt their real party. Remember, the most depraved and racist group has been and will always be the Democrat Party. Friends, I, I think it's, and, and I got to go to Tim. Tim, uh, go ahead. You're on. Go. Hi, Jeff. I just wanted to uh, let people know that there's an Armed Forces Celebration uh, Day kickoff in Salem, and they can find that on the Internet. And there's going to be displays of equipment and everything else, and it involves the National Guard, Oregon National and, Guard. And, and, and where is this? Uh, Capitol. Okay. At the Capitol today. It's an armed forces celebration today, right? That's what it says on the uh, uh, gosh, I lost it in the web. Okay. Well, look, thanks for letting us know that, folks. If you're going to go down yep. to the Capitol and pray, go down and pray over the armed forces. They protect us. Go and pray that this stupid, woke, transgender craziness is turned back when Donald Trump gets reelected. Fred, Freddie writes me a text message talking about Senate Republicans. If they lose their ability to not run for reelection, no Republican should run for that seat. Well, you don't want to give the seats to the Democrats in the rural areas. That ain't going to happen. No, what they need is the next round of Republicans willing to step up and take their place and do the same thing in the future. Because you see, the unions are not going to go that far, at least not yet, in proposing a constitutional amendment to stop the quorum. Because the quorum's still obvious in effect. We'll see. By the way, make comment today on Senate Bill um, 60. 166. This is a bad election bill. Go find it on the state's website. Make comment today. They're going to have a hearing on it. Some, or, uh, in two days, Senate Bill 166. It's a bad one. We'll talk about it.